episode five, mate. How are you going? I'm going good, Patrick. How are you? I've missed you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't miss you at all. But um, it's good that you uh, miss me. Are you feeling a bit better? Because you were. You told me yesterday oh, yeah. you were a bit sick. So I reckon I got to either get my tonsils out or it's my um, what do you call it? My wisdom teeth coming through. I'm going to the doctor tomorrow, so we'll figure out. I was in bed all of Monday, but I'm good now. How are okay, you, Pat? Well, you were a bit sick on the weekend as well. No, you? no, absolutely fine, mate. <laughs> All right, so um, we've got another... I was going to get straight into it. We've got another special guest on uh, today, Jacob. Now, last week we? we had last week we had Jake, Jake Edwards from uh, Married at First Sight. Big hit, big hit, by the way, Jacob. The the views and, you know, the um, the feedback has just gone through the roof. Like people In just the millions, get... I heard. Oh, yeah, I, <laughs> close to that. Um, the feedback's gone through the roof, mate, and it's just the talk of the town at the moment. But um, we've got a second guest on today who's also <gasps> from Married at First Sight. And just like Jake, as soon as we came out of the, with the podcast, this person's been messaging me every single day, just asking <laughs> to come on, just every single day, just wanting to get onto the podcast and just have her say. So without further ado, welcome, Joe from Maps. How are you? Hi, guys. How are you? Very well, thank you. Thank you for joining us. It's been a long time oh, coming, but Pat finally got you on. Let's get this straight. You got millions with Jake, but you're going to get a lot more once they know that I'm the <laughs> Okay? Uh, absolutely, Joe. I know you. I mean, we'll get to um, a little bit of the, the juicy tea later, but uh, you left about halfway through the experiment. If you went all the way, I think you would be the main character. So I think this, um, I think this episode, a lot of people are, are going to enjoy and um wanting to hear so just quickly before we get into the actual nitty gritty stuff can you please tell the viewers of just like um a quick backstory of like your your life in terms of like before math so i assume you you know i assume you completed high school went to university and um you know did phds (laughs) in science and everything (laughs) (laughs) i'm that smart that i needed to go on to a a degraded uh you know reality tv show (laughs) oh gosh no I I finished high school no I didn't I did year 11 exams and then I went straight into um you know my hairdressing apprenticeship and you've been a hairdresser ever since have you and then I did hairdressing and I then I couldn't start stand working with women so I went into um barbering (laughs) when working with women is just hard work so I just focused on cutting men's hair like you guys are so much easier to deal with let's be honest I think I need yeah, a haircut well, soon. Yeah. I bleached my hair a few weeks ago. I like the bleach look. It looks good. It's a bit. It's a bit too long at the moment. I might get it. I might come bit... visit you guys in Melbourne, and you can come. You have to come. Cut my hair. You have to come. It's such a beautiful day here in Melbourne today, isn't it, Patty? No, yeah, it's, yeah, it's fantastic, um, uh, Joe. But yeah, it's surprising that you, so you don't really get uh, <laughs> along with um, uh, women that often. Um, you know, I, I thought you and you and Beck from Married at First Sight were were best friends throughout the whole show. So. Um, that's a bit of a surprise for me, but it's good, you know, you're doing what you enjoy and you have for a while. So it's fantastic. I woke up every day hoping that I was going to get a scene with Beck. You know, I couldn't wait to see her every day. Like, she's the nicest person that I think I've ever met on this planet. <laughs> so genuine and kind she is. Like, I can really relate to her. <laughs> Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. I can just, I can He's just already taken d- up a notch. Yeah. <laughs> I can just feel the DMs coming my way after this podcast. <laughs> um, oh, God. But um, the way, so sometimes people in the street, Joe, ask me about you. So they're like, what is Joe like for Married at First Sight? 
And in the nicest way, my response every single time, and sorry for the language coming up, is that she's a cook cunt. So I don't mean <laughs> I, I don't mean that in like a bad way. It's just like you're a lovely person, you're a good mum, but you're also a little bit fucked up in the head too. So hundred percent. That's how we all make the show. We're all fucked up in the head. Let's come on. Compliment, Pat. Seriously, I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah, no, yeah, because I don't know you just um you surprise me every single day with some things that's on your mind and you and you say <laughs> and um and how you act. But no, but we, we wouldn't have it um any <laughs> any other way, that's for sure. Joe, you are definitely um definitely a character and a half. But poor James, eh? Jeez, poor James. He just wanted um he just wanted a, a normal level headed chick and she got he got you. Um <laughs> that's a joke, I'm sorry. So <laughs> too soon, Pat, too soon. Yeah, too soon, too soon. So you've um you used to watch Married at First Sight before you applied for the season, right? Yeah, I was actually obsessed with the show. Like, I watched every single season, every episode, and I would sit there and I'd be like, I'm going to be on that show one day. I'm going to be on that show one day. And then I smashed a bottle of wine and my girlfriend sent me the link and I just applied for it. Like, I think you and I and a couple of others, the only ones that went through and applied from scratch, you know, a lot of them got approached by Instagram or or poached through. So, you know, we're like the OGs yeah. that went through Jake, all the hard work. <laughs> Jake was saying last week he was approached and I was wondering how yeah. many of you actually were the originals. So what, there was only yeah. a few of you. It would have been Pat, you, um, maybe a couple more. Oh, yeah, I think she think, was. Yeah. yeah, I think about quarter or maybe even half the cast were and did the whole applying process. But for people who got approached, um, they even though I guess it was like a little bit easier for them, they still had to like do interviews and that kind of stuff. Like it wasn't like they just got like a DM and then they'll straight straight into the in. show. They, <laughs> they still had to because it was a long process, wasn't it, Joe? Like I remember applying in um March, I March. think, last year. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. not until late August I found out that I got on. Was that the same for you? Exactly the same for me. Yeah. So March, I think, was the first phone call. I remember I was um just going shopping and got the first phone call and saying, you know, we're interested and they asked me some questions and I obviously didn't think before I spoke with a few of them because my first response was, they're like, why would you, why do you want to apply for maths? And I turned around and said, um, actually, it was just revenge to get on to my ex. <laughs> it was just revenge. It was the best way I thought that I could get back at him was going on to a TV show. So I think they actually liked that. And I got a call back within two weeks and then Skype interviews after Skype interviews because you couldn't catch up with them in person because it was COVID times mm. for us. And then, yeah, they I think they called me four days before I had to get onto the plane and fly to Sydney in August. Was there was there like a moment, um, because obviously the, the process went for like oh, probably three or four months for memory. Was there a moment... Mm that you were like, I think I'm definitely going to get on here or was it literally shock until you got that call four days before you left? They are so good at what they do. Like mm. every day and every time I spoke to them, like, oh, maybe, and then maybe not. But then I think there was a time when they rang me and they asked me what kind of um, material or metal I like of my ring. Mm. And then I'm like, well, hang on a minute. They wouldn't ask that for everybody. So yep. then I kind of got my hopes up then. But then you don't hear from them like for a week or two. So like, well, maybe not. So they're really good at what they do. Yeah. Was there any was, moment where yeah. you thought, sorry, <laughs> was there no, any moment go. you thought, oh, I, I don't want to go through with this? Like it's not. No, no I had no doubts. I wanted to get 
out of Victoria. It was so yeah. awful at the time. I wasn't working. Um, I was a bit miserable with my life. I wanted something different. I wanted something to look forward to. And I thought this would be like a challenge, a one-off experience. So oh, I was very excited. I never had any doubt of not wanting to go. So, so you didn't go on the show for, um, for veneers? <laughs> that's what just about a blue on Instagram? Set, <laughs> if you don't find love, you at least get teeth. <laughs> and no, still exactly. vacuum cleaners like that. Yeah, you're back, yeah, we can't forget about that. That one. I still got the vacuum cleaners um, over there. Actually, still working. Still working quite well. So very well. Working quite well over there, or <laughs> yeah, very well, well done uh, by me. But. I remember when you were talking about the, I think I said this in a previous uh, episode of like when they told us to get our, our ring size check, that was like when I was like, okay, it must be the shortlist coming down to at least like 100 or 50 or something like that. Because it's not going to get like tens of thousands of people to go to their um, jewelry store and, you know, get there. It was just the most awkward thing ever. Like I just went and like a guy just going into a jewelry store and asking for my ring size measured and then I just walked out. <laughs> Without, yeah, that's without buying, that. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it just like kind of had to get done. But that's the thing; it's like I think people have a, a misconception about um, people like us going on like a show like Maths. Now, don't get me wrong; there's there are fame whores that go on there deliberately to try mm-hmm. and boost their career. But there are, I would say, the majority go on there just for the experience, like you and I did. Yeah. Of just like, why not? Like you can't say every day that you're going to go on, you know, one of the biggest shows in Australia and, and, you know, you can look back on this in 10 years time and just like, you can't believe you went through that experience, good or bad. I know everyone, everyone had different experiences, but um, yeah. so I reckon everyone who, who goes on, you know, good on them, just like it's a, yeah. a leap of faith and you put yourself out there. So. Yeah. I think if it wasn't, if you weren't approached, you know, I think it was one out of 24,000 people who applied, like mm. it just blows your mind to think, Oh my gosh, I'm just a, average single mum from Frankston like how the heck can I make one of the <laughs> biggest tv shows that are in Australia like and look at you Pat you're just an average single bloke in Preston how did you make it <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing when he told me he was on there I thought it was a prank <clears throat> I still think it is a prank to this day it's not real yeah I remember I remember telling him so I was, obviously I, I was very worried about telling um, lots of people about the show because obviously they kept telling us it's all confidential, confidential. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, yeah, but I was like, okay, I'll at least tell like one or two people just just who I trust. So I remember telling Jacob the whole way through, or maybe I can't remember when I started, but I told him a lot about the whole process. And yeah, he just would never believe me <laughs> until, <laughs> no, <I didn't> <laughs> until it was like on the screens of Channel 9. <laughs> he would not believe yeah. me um, that I was on the show. But when you went for the the first episode joe so the the hens hens night were you nervous or were you just like really excited um i was really excited actually and then when i started pulling up with the car then i started getting nervous because mm. you know the producers are so good at trying to make you feel nervous they want you to feel nervous they don't really want anyone happy like when people are happy you don't get the ratings they like nervous <laughs> they like people miserable or sad that's what gives them a tv show so they ask you these questions where you start doubting yourself and you're like mm. oh shit Maybe I am nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a good night in the hen's night? Was it fun? It was good. Yeah, it was really good. You know, there was um, there was already a fight on the hen's night for us. So and yeah, it that's was- right. Straight up, yeah. And it, nothing is staged. Like you get asked so many times, oh, was that staged? Was that provoked? Or it's like, no, you just have so many different personalities in that one room. 
and you know they're very strong personalities so people clash and that's the whole point of this show they get these personalities to make a good tv show to do that can you imagine every just boring introvert sitting at home that wouldn't make a tv show I completely I completely agree with you it's like the producers were not for me anyway and I don't think you either they never like said say this to blah blah to get a reaction they never did that but I guess I guess the environment you're in and um yeah I don't know it's so hard to explain to people who haven't lived it but it's the environment you're in and then you're right you've got different personalities there and um and that's just how how things happen but watching that hens night between coco and samantha was quite um it was quite amusing seeing the, yeah. <laughs> seeing i didn't the little... hear i didn't hear what coco had said but i just saw samantha's reaction and yeah that all just went downhill really fast now, now, go, now going from yeah now going from the from the hens night to your uh famous wedding day um oh. joe when you walk down and uh, the man of your dreams turned around and saw you. Um, <laughs> how are your How are your emotions like when you're walking down? And I'll be honest, this is like I, I don't want this at all to be like a um, like a having a go at other people kind of podcast thing. But when he turned around, what did you initially feel? He was too woggy for me. He's <laughs> my first. That was my first reaction from behind. You know, he looked good because you can't tell people's nationalities from behind. Oh my gosh, this is so, so gracious. This is so bad. I'm usually used to my Aussie tradies, you know, yeah, I'm not yeah, used to yeah, European yeah. kind of men. So, you know, he had the height, he had the hair from behind. And then when he once he turned, I'm like, oh, he's very European looking. So, you know, I'm not but not normally used to that. That's what I should say. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why, and that's why you're a cook nice. cunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like my cooked Aussie cunts, I think. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> no, so I know, like, I, I, obviously, um, I know your, your type very well, that, like, kind of rough tradie, tradie look. So, um, yeah, I don't think James would have ever, ever been he was your... Too, too precise. Well groomed. Like, everything well was groomed. spot on. Did you, yes. like, did you... Did you feel um, like I know you had two of your friends there, right, at the wedding? Yeah, is that right? Yeah. I so did, did you yeah, feel? Did. Yeah. Did you feel really like overwhelmed though that you've like just met this person and now um, you know you, you're leaving your friends and you're a different state, um, you're away from your kids and all this kind of thing? Did you feel like really kind of flustered and like what the hell have I got myself into? Um, I didn't at the start because. James was very welcoming. Like he was, he was good. He was good with his banter. He like held hands. Like he, he made me feel at ease. And I did have two of my closest girlfriends there. So looking back at them, that was also, you know, reassuring. Um, I think maybe throughout the wedding, I got a bit like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Then you've mm. got to think, oh my God, I'm going to spend all this time with this person. Because, you know, when you first meet someone, it's exciting. But the more you get to know them, the more you're like, oh my God, what the fuck am I doing? 100%. And, and it's like, obviously, they're two different shows. But, um, for example, you've got Love Island, where you've got like all these people that you can know, you can like swap if you want or whatever. You can like go and talk to everyone. But on maths, it's like you've got this one person. With that one. And, yeah, you're stuck mm. with that person. Um, imagine or if unless you could you're... change on maths. Yeah, you do the dirty, mate. <laughs> That's what I was going to yeah. say. Like, unless you cheat. Yeah, unless you cheat. <laughs> but then you get the worst 
you know, you get a worst edit and people hate you in Australia for doing that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's funny the things like you do on, um, I guess like it's, it's an out there show and a lot of people watch it, but it's funny how like you might do a kind of a small bad thing on the show and it's like the end <laughs> of the world but for the people, but then like there's a million other things going on in like everyday life that, you know, people just sort of sweep under the under the carpet but when it's on tv it's like this person's a devil he's disgusting i want yes. to kill him blah blah it's just yes. you know so for it's one do you feel like, did you feel like that jacob were you watching some people in mass and being like oh i just want to bloody fuck you up <laughs> Nah, because i knew this this season because i had a, i knew you i didn't want to get too like emotionally invested in it <laughs> if you do something stupid which you always did something stupid yeah, i didn't want to get involved in that but previous seasons, oh, i just know it's just a bit like they build up the story, like you said. So I don't try to get too involved. But for every normal person at home, every 50-year-old lady watching on the couch, you can tell they would get pretty angry at everything that's going on. Yeah. Yes. I was well, going to say, so, when was the yeah. first time you guys met? Was that at the first dinner party? Yeah. And first, yeah. what did you think of Pat when you first met him? Did you think he was a bit of a weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know Sorry. what to say. Yeah, you go. <laughs> yeah, well, the... <laughs> the whole experiment joe and i we hardly talked at all like we joe and i just she didn't want a fucking bar of me the only time she was close <laughs> to me was when she was putting hair products in my hair before like a commitment ceremony um so i mean thank you for that joe but other than that she was like i don't want anything to do with this guy but um i guess as soon as i came thanking up- me i made you look half decent on that show so you should be thanking me otherwise you would have been walking around with your little fluffy hair <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes no I, I do yeah i do got to th- thank you but but what did you think of, of me joe asking answering jacob's jacob's question so when um i when james and i were on the honeymoon i was asking about all the different guys and everything and i think he always kept saying oh there was this dorky kid on there this dorky dude <laughs> And then I'm like, I wonder which one's the dorky dude. Like, who is he? He's a bit quirky, a bit awkward. And then I met you. I'm like, that's the one he was fucking talking about. <laughs> I know. I, I, I remember that person at a party. I, I was wearing um, a, like, a, a scientist button-up shirt. I remember, like, I, I remember seeing <laughs> online, funny. like, people making memes about me having, like, a science, um, like, a science teacher button-up shirt. Um, so my fashion is terrible and it's always been terrible and it never will be good. It's just, you know, a part of um, my life. But I remember the first, the dinner party felt so surreal for me, Joe. I don't know about you, but I remember because, you know, you and I have watched the show bef- um, before we've been on and you've, you know, you've sat on the couch and you've watching through TV dinner parties. And then I remember being at that first dinner party and seeing Cam and Samantha having a bit of argument. And then it, it kind of just hits you you're like, oh my God, like I'm actually... In this, in this, in this dinner show. party? Yeah, is yes. that how you felt? Yeah, exactly. Especially the commitment ceremonies on the couch. I'm like, mm. I felt like, yeah, I was watching an episode mm. and then from mm. the TV, but I was actually in it. It's just so hard to explain. Like, it's so bizarre. It's so weird. How many cameras on you guys at once? Oh, yeah, it's heaps. A lot? Like 10? <laughs> There's probably, there's heaps that are around the room. So, but the thing is, you don't even pay attention to it. Like I thought, yeah. oh, how am I going to go with the cameras? How is it going to be? You're going to feel awkward or uncomfortable. But literally once you were there, you completely forget about the cameras. You don't even know that they're there. Do the um, producers like cut you off, say mid conversation and try to get you on topic on something? So say your topic, you're talking about, I don't know, footy or something. 
Do they ever interrupt you? And I probably don't when you're talking about footy and they interrupt you and go, all right, talk about your relationships with yep. one another now. Do they just so cut they you come off? In, yeah, they come in a couple of times. They, they clap like that. That haunts me forever, this clap. <laughs> and they're like, okay, this is boring. This is boring. No one wants No one wants to think about or care about your football game or who's playing footy. <laughs> so they do. They, they cut you off so they get, right. you, get some juicy stuff out of you to make a good episode. And yeah, and that's what the viewers don't. And they look, I guess they don't have to understand because they're just watching a show, but they don't realize that we have to talk about other people's relationships, so that you have to do yeah. that. So when you get a lot of people being angry at you online for being like, I can't believe you're such a nosy beak and you want to always want to get into other people's problems and stuff. What's well, like, well, we kind of get forced to like talk about other people's <laughs> relationships because you don't have a show. Like, like exactly what you said, Joe, if you talk, talk about the footy, they'll come in and yep. say, no, not talking about that anymore. We're talking about uh, Bryce and Melissa. <laughs> and then yep. and that happens. So it's, yeah. So it's all That's kind right. of like manifest. Do you ever get pissed, Joe, at the dinner party? Oh, I got, I got cut off. Like, oh, my gosh. It <laughs> <laughs> was the very first, um, it was the hen's night. So I was the third to also walk in. So every time someone walked in, I would have like another sip of my champagne or grab another champagne. And Samantha and I were the only two that got cut off and said, okay, girls, you're on the waters. Because everybody <laughs> asked me this question. They always say, oh, my gosh, they must just get you pissed and they must feed you alcohol to create it. I go, actually, they don't. They actually look after you there because you don't mm. want to embarrass yourself. Like, I would die. Like, I know what I'm like. And I know what you're like when you drink too much. <laughs> you make the most embarrassing things about yourself. So they're good like that they look after you but um yeah we don't get fed with alcohol at all but i did get cut off that first night <laughs> yeah like i'm you're spot on about you know they, they they want to look after us but i think it's more also um they just don't want like drunk people on a t- on a family show like being like oh like oh, yeah. Talking yeah. A- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 but so yeah it, it's definitely um a bit of both was your was one of your favorite um nights i know it was for me but was your favorite night or one of the favorite nights the second dinner party when just shit hit the fan the whole night patty you have to remind me which one was that what was that one that was um the unforgettable uh sam versus bryce confrontation oh yeah oh was that the water night yeah, yeah. Water night. <laughs> oh my god it's like usually like past episodes like past seasons i've watched it's like a few episodes in before that kind of happens like this was like bang second third episode like i just couldn't believe it was actually happening and it's usually the women that do it and this mm. time it was all about the men no yeah, no it was it's... straight in for watching it from home it was just it was like sam and um bryce just from day one just hated each other and it all kicked off. And then there's Patty there just stirring the pot as usual. <laughs> yes. Making it worse. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I I knew they were gonna fight. If I was to put a little bit extra mayo on it, then oh well, it's not the end of the world, is it? No, <laughs> just, made good TV. Just all a little a little um, bit of banter. What was um the hardest like time um or moment on the show for you? Oh, it was when um, James went missing, like, mm. you know, he never came back. And they used to make me go and chase him. I don't chase people, like, yep. never. I don't chase people. But they made me always go and knock on his door, always go and look for him. And I didn't like that. I'm like, I look like a fool. I look pathetic. Mm. Why are you making me do this? I didn't like it at all. So, um, 
that was probably the only time. But yeah, I hate how they always tried to make him look better than what he was as well. I mean, they mm. showed some negative things, but he's done way more worse things than that, and they never aired it. So was he? Yeah. Was he different? I mean, um, I know we. I guess we saw a lot of him on camera and stuff, but was he very different off camera too, or was it sort of the similar? He's he drank so much. Mm. Yeah, and he used to say, um, I'm a car dealer. That's what we do. We drink. And I can't stand too much <laughs> drinking. But he was like pissed <laughs> almost every single night, like and mm. off scene, off the camera. Like, yeah, it wasn't cool. Yeah, because I remember watching um that like those episode or those two episodes when they like had you calling James all the time and like, you know, knocking on his door and stuff. And it's like this is this isn't Joe. Like <laughs> Joe wouldn't yeah. you know, it made usually... you seem like desperate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm, no. And was weak there any, and like, yeah, I don't want to do that. No, nah, was there any behind the scenes? I know we touched on it last week. Pat and um, Pat and the boys would go out for a few drinks. Was there anything you would do off camera with like the girls or any with anyone else? If you would go to a pub or anything that you like really enjoyed doing when you when you weren't meant to I was to actually <laughs> I was actually really lucky so we weren't allowed to go in each other's rooms we weren't allowed to spend time together with anyone else um because they were worried about content this and that blah 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 anyway um I think they knew what how James was affecting me and I was becoming quite low so they were worried about me and like I'm not sure if it was more suicide watch and everything but in the end <laughs> I was allowed to have Belinda with me the whole time. Like um, she was allowed to come in my room. We were allowed to spend weekends and everything together. Um, They, they moved me to the level nine. I think we were on, but first I was down on level two and they were that worried about me. They put me up onto level nine near Belinda. She was allowed to come over any other time, but you're not allowed to do that normally. So I was very lucky. Yeah, Pat, what were you doing on your own the whole time? <laughs> well, yep. I was gonna say, well, I was, I was gonna say, um, um, but Belinda must have loved that. Um, just you know, getting getting away and uh, spending getting away from um, you, <laughs> <laughs> just just get, getting away from me as much. But you can, uh, Joe, I've picked up that you conveniently um, left out uh, the the secret night you went out off camera, and um, you got a, a little <laughs> bit in in trouble for that, Joe. Is that oh, just- that's right. Yeah. Could you? Is it could you? So the very first weekend, yeah. I think, um, yeah, we all went out. Like Pat was always being the good boy and he always stuck by the rules for a while. <laughs> it took him a while to actually let loose. But we were out the first weekend and, yeah, we drank way too much. I got pretty sick and I had to stay in the AP room. And, yeah, I got blasted by the head producers to never do that again. And I didn't. I was actually good. I didn't do it again. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got sorry. sprayed by the producer. You were saying, Pat, you copped yeah, one. Jake yeah, copped one. yeah. Everyone, everyone gets a bit of a bit of a, a, a verbal um, beating from the, from the producer at some point uh, <laughs> through the show. So we all got PTSD <laughs> from it. <laughs> we never want to see a producer on a TV show again. Um, but I need to ask you, Joe, because all of us were dying on the couch. When when James made that joke um, on the commitment ceremony of of about you know falling in love with Alessandra, um, how, yeah, did that, what the- how did that feel for you? Because like us on the couch, we were just like we, our souls left our body. Like we had no idea what was going on, and we just wanted to dig a hole and and lay in it. How oh. was that for you, being like actually on the center stage, Joe? Oh, I was, it's so humiliating. I couldn't believe it. I just sat there and I'm like, is this guy for real? 
Like I wanted him to actually go more down into a hole and suffer from what he yeah. said. <laughs> like, it wasn't funny. It wasn't funny. I don't think anyone laughed. If they did laugh, it was an awkward, uncomfortable, what the fuck did he just do yeah. sort of thing. I reckon that's one of the most awkward moments in TV history. I could, yeah. literally could not, besides Pat playing with Melinda's feet, that one was, was up there with the most awkward I've ever seen. Like what makes someone think that that is going to be funny and a joke? Like was he trying to yeah. take the piss out of me? Was he trying to hurt me? I'm not sure what his intentions were. I think he said he just wanted to be funny, but that's not funny. Yeah, it was, I mean, more than anything. Yeah. Mm. Everyone has everyone has a different sense of humor, so um, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, when you finally uh, left the show, it must have been um, about halfway, I think it was, for memory. When you when you left the show, Joe, was it a yeah. massive amount of relief, or were you quite sad to leave like this once in a lifetime experience? What do you think, Pat? Of course it was a bloody relief to get away from that situation. Sharing <laughs> <laughs> the pot. God. Yeah, oh, yeah who needs your mental health? Just stay oh. in the show. <laughs> oh, gosh, no. And it was really bad too. So, you know, we had publicity that week of the week that we left or I think it may have been the week before. So James and I just decided anyway, like there's no point in leaving this week because we've got publicity. So mm. we don't we don't usually discuss if you're going to leave or not leave, but it's like we'll stay for another week. We've got publicity. There's no point. Anyway, he actually screwed me over because we I wrote stay and he wrote leave. And he told me that whole week mm. that he would never write mm. leave because they're going to stay for publicity. So I felt like the biggest dickhead then actually because if he had written leave, I would have written leave as well and we could have been gone a week earlier and not have to go through one more week of hell there. Yeah, it must like he was trying to make. He was trying to make it seem like he was like you were the clingy one, and he, you wouldn't let him go. Yeah, that's, that's what I felt that like. I, was like. I feel like with kind of his ego, he wouldn't like someone to write leave to him. So he's yeah, like, I'll bring yeah, her to yeah. it, and I'll do it first. Yeah, that's how I felt. So I don't know what his intention was, but that's how it felt and how it came across. Yeah, I still can't believe the the last commitment, commitment ceremony that you were on when you said leave, then you walked out of the room. I can't believe they still didn't play that. I was shocked when I was watching back on TV that they didn't play. That was also, that was like just juicy ratings gold. You just stand up, yeah. you, you do a typical Joe thing, like the blood just rushes to your head and you've just gone leave <laughs> and then you've just stormed out of the, out out. Of the current yeah. ceremony and they, and, and they didn't show it at all. So I didn't a bit show of a... it, no. That's disappointing because it looked like I was still kind of sad and upset about writing leave and I wasn't. Mm. I was proud. I was strong. I was so yeah. glad that I wrote that and I wanted to get out of there as soon as possible. That's why I stood up off that couch. I wasn't going to listen to any more of anyone else's shit and I got the hell out of there. <laughs> Is, um, do you feel like the the maths experience has um, somewhat changed you or do you feel like the exact same person before the show? Um, well, my ex, you know, he put me through hell and made me feel like nothing and said that I didn't deserve anything. And I was always just going to be a single mum from Frankston. But after the show and just meeting the people, like even from the camera crew to the audio crew, mm. I felt like they gave you the confidence, like a little bit. I mm. think I was lacking confidence. But after doing the show, I, gained, I became stronger, actually. Mm. And you know what you want more because you're matched with something that you know that you never really want. Yeah. So you know yeah. what you want. And, yeah, I felt confident and 
yeah, I, I learned from it, definitely. Before um before we wrap this up, Joe, we know you're a very, very busy woman. Um, there's something I have to ask both of you, right? So you two have been creating quite a stir in the uh, social media world recently. If we just read this headline, Married at First Sight, Patrick Dwyer denies a new romance with Joe Todd after sharing a very cosy selfie of the pair. Do you guys want to touch on this? By <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> what do you have? Well, ask the um, pot stirrer. You should do yeah, that. Come, Patrick. <laughs> oh, um, I, I don't know. I just get. I just do what I get told. That's all. <laughs> Pat, Pat doesn't like blondes. He likes the brunettes. So I don't even have a chance with him. So it's yeah. unfortunate because I like he's younger very, men. He's very so. picky, isn't he? He's very picky. <laughs> but, yeah, but I, but I must say, Jacob, we're talking about this. Actually, I think on episode one of the of the podcast. Um, when I just did my, you know, those tongue-in-cheek posts, did create quite a bit of a bit of a stir um, yeah. with the with the fellow Married at First Sight cast members. It was it was um, interesting to see that it really affected them. You know, like it really affected me making get- a post on my own Instagram page. Really <laughs> affected them and ruined their day. So I apologise for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'll call them out. Like I remember uh, Beck called me an attention seeker. Um, Sam said that it was um, absolutely embarrassing what I was doing. Um, I think someone else said I'm Why just doing a, a joke. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's I don't a- know. Like they were saying, like, oh, they're just doing publicity. They want attention. Blah blah. It is oh a God. joke. It is just an absolute. Yeah. It's just a tongue-in-cheek banter joke that we do- that I did like twice in like three months. Like it's not like I'm doing yeah. it like every day or by doing or of actually <laughs> being like a proper relationship. And we're not like certain other people from the show that organises paparazzi to go and film <laughs> them doing certain activities or going to certain events. You don't see us calling up the paps and going, come over and see Joe Cut Pat's hair, you know? Like <laughs> we actually do it for fun. We are, we are yeah. I think we're funny people. Like, <laughs> Yeah, well, um, and, and that's the thing, Joe, like staying on the whole um, like social media and articles and whatnot, um, you have left a quite a, a digital footprint, uh, Joe, um, <laughs> that I've just been looking up lately. Um, I see that um, you're an anti-vaxxer. Can you confirm this? I'm going to stab you, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting a zero all over next time. I cut yes, you please do it. I'll just mohawk <laughs> straight down the middle. Please. Uh, I'm not an anti-vaxxer, okay? I I love how the media will run with anything and twist your words and people who sit there and believe the media. Yeah. Do they not know that these people are trying to make money, trying to sell a story? I feel sorry for these people. So I'm not saying I'm an anti-vaxxer, but I'll see you at the protest Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Got a big sign holding it up. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, yeah, I, I won't, like, stayed too much on it obviously but yeah it did create a huge um yeah huge stir for you personally it would have been quite hard for you to be honest because i remember just looking through your i don't know what i was doing it but i was looking through your comment section on on the post um oh, you weirdo patrick yeah i know like what the <laughs> fucking weird <Obsessed>. um <laughs> just can't i can't get enough of joe but i was looking through, yeah, through the comment section and it was just to be fair, there was a lot of people sticking up for you, mm. but then there was also yeah. a lot of people just like ripping into you, and you know, but that that's tough. Like it's it's, it's yeah. awful. 
Yeah, that actually is awful because my intentions were nothing to do with people's choice of the vaccine or anything. It was only to let people know about I won't be working at the hub anymore because of these reasons, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, I, I did get a lot of not sticking up for me. I got a lot of people who supported me. So there, I think mm. there's a difference there. Like, yeah. you know, there's so much. There's so many people out there that are worried about the vaccine. And I just feel like the people who have the vaccine have got these opinions and these voices and they become very nasty. So, but my intentions weren't to hurt anyone with it, but they were very mean, some of them. And it's it's hurtful. Like, I don't know how you take them, but sometimes I think you're quite strong. You just cop it on the chin. Like you're good like that. Sometimes. I go through moments sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes he'll send, me, he'll send me some. He gets in the DMs from some angry people from Scotland and Ireland, which is pretty funny. Yeah, there's this just keyboard. Um, yeah, just keyboard warriors. Uh, just get yeah. at them in, in full in full force. But um, but we will Do just they feel good about themselves though. Do they feel yeah. good about themselves writing yeah, something so nasty? I don't understand that. I don't get it. They'll never because I've said this before, and and this probably happened to you also. Um, I haven't had one person in the public come up and abuse me at all never not one every every single person i've met has been absolutely lovely like if they i don't know if they're being fake whatever i don't care but they're (laughs) just been absolutely lovely and it's been completely different to what like maybe someone might get on um social media so it just shows that you know people hide behind their their keyboards and you know, and tried to be um, warriors. But what are you doing with your life right now, Joe? before we end? Like, what does your life look like right now? Um, I'm cutting hair still, continuing to cut hair and proud to cut hair to the vaccinated, unvaccinated, and people can <laughs> say what they want to say, but I'm not going to discriminate. I don't ask questions. I think it's rude if you ask people if they're vaccinated or not. Um, just being a mum and living my life by the beach. Like, Patty loves coming over seeing this view and Pervin and all the girls that are half naked yeah. in this area. So you're more than welcome to come over anytime. <laughs> um, so no, no other reality TV shows for you, Joe. That's that married at first sight's the last one. Oh, come on, Pat. Don't you think we'd be good on the, um, the jungle one? We should do that together. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> survive, survive. I don't know if I could eat those spiders though, but it'd be good. But, what what about you and I, what about you and I, Joe, on, um, on the on the block i reckon oh, just just two no well it'd be funny because we have two nuffies just trying to like you know plan and build like a, a, a bathroom <laughs> or a land room and stuff and we'll just be going like i reckon we'll have very very heated arguments with each other um during the during the show so it'll make good tv but i don't think the the person who buys the, the house will be, will be that yeah, the house will be in pieces, but it's bloody good TV, that's for sure. <laughs> yep, it's all all about the ratings. Um, that's what we all that's what we got time for, Joe. Did you enjoy it? I did. That was great. It's good fun. Yeah, we're you not too. Get a you getting on. anyone else on there or what? Um, I'll yeah, work Bryce, my. Oh, Bryce yeah, next we'll, week. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get, no. we'll get we'll get we'll get um Bryce and James a duo on next <laughs> on next week, and and maybe we'll get Jamie in here too, and Beck and, and all that kind of stuff, just to make a bit of a yeah, make a bit of a, a power play. But I don't, think, I don't even think they'll listen to the podcast. You know, we're they're not, we're not good enough for them. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your words, your words, um, not mine. Your words, not mine. <laughs> Bye.